Today on episode number 541 of the School of Podcasting, we've got a really cool because of my podcast story. I'm going to pull back the curtain and explain exactly what I do to make a podcast episode. We've got another microphone shootout, this time with microphones that are around $300. I'm gonna talk about my first TV appearance and we're gonna go through our podcast glossary and look at the letter F. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, hey, welcome aboard. This is what we do. I help you massage your message. I help you tackle that technology. I help you face your fears, flatten that learning curve, and get you on the road to being a digital influencer. I love that phrase, digital influencer. Influencer. We get you into iTunes and all those other fun-filled places. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER when you sign up, and you can save on either a single course or a bundle. And people have been asking me, hey, Dave, are you going to do a Black Friday sale? All I can say is use the coupon code LISTENER and find out. But I will tell you this. I'm not doing a major, major. I did that once before. I cut my prices in like half. And just to give you a little behind the scenes, it really in the end didn't make much sense because the people that signed up only signed up not because they had a passion and they had a message to share and they were ready to do anything they could to get their message out. They bought it because they wanted to kick the tires on it and it was cheap. And so I learned my lesson on that. I did that a couple of years ago. Won't be doing it again, but I might bump up that uh, coupon code just a little bit. Again, listener, L-A-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you sign up at the School of Podcasting, Doesn't that sound awesome? That is courtesy of our friends over there at Emerald City Productions. That's an acapella group doing Stairway to Heaven. And if you're like, Emerald City what? Emerald City Productions, remember that. They are a full-service recording studio that provides production, engineering, and editing. And if you're thinking about starting a podcast or you want some help making your current show sound just better, or maybe you're interested in voice coaching to improve your videos and webinars, Emerald City Productions, they're gonna make you sound the best. Right now they have a special offer, four episodes, $15 each. And what do you get editing out all the ums and you knows they're gonna level out the sound. They're just gonna make your ears go, ah, when you hear it. I mean, it's just, wow, so smooth. And after those first four episodes, again, $15 each, the price goes up to $40, which in itself, is a steal. So Emerald City Productions can provide production for podcasts, or here's another one if you thought about it. Maybe you're planning an audiobook for 2017. They can do that. Audio for videos, everything. Just here's what you want to do. Reach out to Emerald City Productions. Tell them you're from the School of Podcasting. Go over to emeraldcitypro.com slash SOP. That's emeraldcitypro.com slash SOP. These guys make voices sound awesome. Yeah, and if you want to hear the end of that Stairway to Heaven song again, emeraldcitypro.com slash SOP and click on the listen button. They have some really cool stuff over there. But right now, what I want to talk about is I have a this segment. It's called Because of My Podcast, blank. You just fill it in. And every Saturday, I do a show with Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. We call it Ask the Podcast Coach, where you come out, you get your podcast questions answered live. And Jim shared one which will be in a future episode of the School of Podcasting. But Super Joe Pardo 
which you might know from the Dreamers podcast, or he's also the guy behind Podcast Minute Atlantic, shared this story. Take it away, Joe. Let's hear it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's hear it. Right? But yeah, so a nonprofit that I got in contact with because of my podcast in the first place, being invited to like a networking event with like, hey, we would love for you to come and like do some live streaming and uh, record, you know, do some interviews with some of the entrepreneurs that are here. I did that. And I met this non- this uh, CEO of a nonprofit in Camden, New Jersey, which is routinely one of the most dangerous uh, cities in America. What they do is they help train kids that are um, trafficked, abused, or homeless, like teenagers, mm-hmm. uh, to with computer skills. So then they took these skills and built companies around those skills. So then they went from being students that they were paying to learn these skills to interns that they were paying for these companies that they built around the nonprofit. And um, it's like 15 years later now, they have like cities all over the country are like, hey, we want to re- replicate this framework in our city to help kids get out of really bad situations. You know, because of my podcast, I, you know, doing talks at the actual like HopeWorks building and then at their events doing talks as well on both on podcasting and on on my how to dream, you know, hashtag how to dream stuff through my uh, podcast, when they had an opening for web director, they're like, they wanted me because of the business background, because of the technology background, because of the kid, you know, working with, with kids and, and inspiration and stuff like that. So they're like, this guy, Joe, we, we really want him. And nice. uh, yeah. Nice. So because of my podcast, I start Monday. Beautiful. <laughs> that's a great story, Joe. So yeah, that's a clip from ask the podcast coach. Uh, which again, I do every Saturday, 1030 Eastern Standard Time. Just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. You can find Joe at superjoepardo.com. But I'm going to peel back the curtain here. And I had somebody that uh, was starting a podcast. And we always kind of say, I've, I've said in the past, that it takes about four to one. Now, what I mean by that is if you're going to do a one minute podcast, it's going to take you four. If you're going to do a 10-minute podcast, it's going to take you 40. If you're going to do a 15-minute podcast, it's going to take you an hour. If you're going to do an hour-long show, you get the idea. It's going to take you four hours. Fun with math. And uh, so I had somebody that signed up, and they were kind of, I guess to a certain extent, it kind of really hit them in the face that, wow, this, this does take some work. And so what I did is I was working, I started working on an episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. And this is a show I've been doing for about three or four years now. It gets, uh, if I look at my stats here, wow, I didn't know it got this many. Uh, Anywhere from 4,000 to a little over 5,000 downloads per episode. And for the record, that's the only stat that matters because I could say, well, in October, I got 15,000 downloads. No, no, no. We're, We're interested in per episode. So it's a fairly popular show, which is hilarious because it's probably not even in the top 20 of new and noteworthy. And yes, I just threw up in my mouth just a little bit. And um, I do this show. I should probably explain this. I do this show because you have to know why are you doing a show? I started this show because I'd gained a bunch of weight. And I thought if I document my story and hold myself accountable, then I'll have to it will be embarrassing to say I gained the weight back. And so I lost a bunch of weight and then I gained a bunch of weight. Then I lost a bunch of weight. Then I gained a bunch of weight. Right now I'm down 30 pounds and I've pretty much kept it off. So it didn't kind of really do what it was supposed to do. But what I didn't plan on was it inspired other people to lose weight 
based on my failure. I'm going to say that again. Based on my failure inspired other people to still try because they said, well, okay, Dave's just like us and Dave's not giving up. So I'm not going to give up. Probably one of the most memorable emails I've ever gotten was from a logical weight loss uh, listener because I said, look, sometimes it's just so hard when you say I have to lose a hundred pounds or 200 pounds or whatever. And I said, let's say you have to lose a hundred pounds. Let's just say I have to lose 10 pounds. Let's focus on that. Let's break it down even more. Just look at your next meal. And then if you can lose 10 pounds, that's great. Just do it 10 more times. And sure enough, eight months later, this woman emailed me and said, hey, Dave, I, I did it. I, I lost 10 pounds 10 times. I'm down 100 pounds. And I about fell out of my chair. So that's kind of why I do it. Many of the episodes are for me. It's me lecturing me. And the episode that I did is for... For me, but it's also about my experience, and it deals with the holidays. But the one thing I want to say before we even get into that, I have to say this up front, um, and that is the length of time spent on an episode does not equal more downloads. I'm going to say that one again. Length of time spent on an episode does not equal more downloads. You can spend all day working on content that doesn't connect with your audience. So when we talk about this, so here's what I did. And that was the key. I'm looking for things that were connecting with the audience. So the first thing I did, and I do this whenever I can, there's a book called Secrets of Dynamic Communications. Uh, it's a great book by, I believe the guy's name is Ken Davis. And if you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 541, I've got a link to the book out there. And I come up with my main idea, which in this case, this was the main idea. Now this could be of an episode or a segment, however you're doing it. And this was this. Based on mainstream media, it's easy to feel out of place if you're alone for the holidays. This, along with the numerous activities of the holidays, can lead to stress, and stress can lead to emotional eating. So my point here was I wanted to point out to people that even if you are alone for all the holidays, you're not the only one. And thus, you're not a freak, you're not an outstander, you know. So here's the thing. This is what it was kind of based on. Last year, I was flat out alone for the holidays. I had just moved. My wife and I were separated on our way to divorce court. And uh, I was still estranged from a large chunk of my family because of things that my ex-wife had said. It was kind of weird. And uh, it turned out, though, it wasn't that bad. Was it different being alone on the holidays? Yeah. I mean, I still hung out with my sister. Uh, but it was it bad? No. I mean, I was in a house with heat, electricity, water, and I wasn't really wanting for anything, you know. Uh, so I wanted to help anyone who might be feeling down for the holidays to say, hey, you know what? I, I just went through that. It really wasn't that bad. So I set out for, I basically went out looking for strategies or insights for those who are alone on the holidays, because again, that aloneness can lead to stress, which leads to eating. That was the thing with the weight loss thing. So I started with Google. So novel ideas. If you have something and you go, where can I find? I'm probably going to politely tell you, Google it. And I looked through about 10 articles and ended up reading five. So that's where I started. And I just typed in something like, you know, how to survive the holidays alone or something like that. And I looked at other articles for inspiration 
Now, I didn't copy them verbatim. In fact, I didn't copy them hardly at all because I pulled from my own experience. But I also then looked into resources for people who were in a really bad place because I realized sometimes, and this is one of those things that was kind of tied in with the article, there are so many things that we hear on the internet, on TV, and we hear it so many times over and over and over that we think it's true. And you know what? It's not. I actually saw one article now here again. I read it on the internet, so it must be true. But one article said there's actually more people that kill themselves in the springtime, not the holidays. So I'm not sure if that's the truth, but I want to address that. Then I went down a rabbit hole. I found a website called I Prevail. And if you want to check this out, go to logicalloss.com slash I Prevail. Prevail is P-R-E-V-A-I-L. It's a pretty cool website that offers a live chat for those who need to talk. And for those who want to go deeper, they actually offer some online courses. So intrigued, I signed up and took a class. And now I didn't need to do this to complete the episode, but I always go with the thought of if this interests me, it probably interests my audience. And the other thing it did, and this is very scary for me, is I saw where I could sign up to be a mentor on the site and help other people. And my DNA is a teacher. I love to help people. So I was really looking into that. So that was a rabbit hole that I didn't need to go down, but I'm kind of glad I did. So that was something else I did. So I could talk about it firsthand. I then looked at the holidays and I tried to find things that might be entertaining. And this is just something I guess we could, I wanted to Davify it, if that's even a word. I wanted to inject some humor to stop the episode from being so dark. And I found some examples I thought people could relate to, such as the overly gushy jewelry commercial, you know, for the woman who is the the breath in your lungs, blah, 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 right? That whole thing, decorating a tree. These are things that we see in weird family members. These are things I think we can all, we've all seen, we've all done, and we all put up with. And all of these points are basically the fact that all of those things, like the jewelry commercial, I, you know, it's, you know how it goes. And I'm doing some of the episode now, but you know how it is. You have the incredibly attractive people and the guy has white teeth that like, it's, it's like wider than the snow because they're in the snow. They're making a snowman. They're tossing these little, uh, you know, uh, snowballs at each other. He bends down to pick up another snowball. But instead, oh, he gets down on one knee. And what the heck is he doing? And she mouths the word. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Right. I want to see that. I want to see that couple the next year. Yeah. When they're when they're arguing over like whose house they're going to go to on the tour of in-laws now. And like, I want to hear the audio, like when they're walking out down the snow filled uh, driveway and she's going, just get in the car, Kevin. That's the, that's the, what I want to see. And so I point this out without being a Scrooge that all these things that have a world of splendor, shall we say, with rainbows and lollipops, right? We think you have to, the decorating the tree, anybody else get an argument over the tree when you, you know, cause you're frustrated cause the lights don't work. And I just pointed this out. I took some time to figure out what topics I wanted to hit first because I had a bunch of topics now. I'm like, okay, now how do I weave this into a way that kind of makes sense? Because I'm a little ADD. Okay, I'm a lot ADD. And I didn't just want to ricochet things. I wanted to kind of flow. So I tried to take the smattering of ideas and organize them into a stream of ideas that flowed nicely. Now I just did a Davism. 
And that is, I like to find words that are a little different that are just, they're just not used a lot. Smattering is one for me. Like if somebody goes, oh, let me give you a smattering of applause. It's just, it's a weird thing I like to find. And for instance, instead of saying um, your old aunt, I said Aunt Mildred. Why? Because I had an Aunt Mildred. So I try to find things that, I don't know, just, I like to have fun with words. And so this doesn't mean you have to do this. I'm just peeling back the curtain of what I do. And I also then threw in a quick segment on an egg cooker that I recently purchased because eggs are a great source of protein. And I explained how the one I bought in a previous episode had blown up in the microwave. So I was giving a review of a product. So that's what it did to shape the content. Again, all of it kind of pointing back to either A, help people understand that being alone on on Christmas is not a death sentence. It's not, it doesn't have to be this depressing thing. And then also realize that there are things that we do on the holidays that we don't have to do that lead to stress, that lead us to eat. So all that was geared towards that. And then I tried to make it entertaining. Finally, I recorded it. My show notes were pretty much done because I had put together, I looked at these epi- these different blog posts and I would retype the part that I liked out of it and I put it in the way that I would say it, not how they said it. And so I kind of organized my, my thoughts through my show notes. And then I recorded directly into my Zoom H5 uh, and then I took that recording and put it in this case. Now today I'm using Adobe Audition. I think for that one I used Hindenburg Journalist. I added the intro and outro music along with some transition music. If you need transition music, by the way, check out podcastingresources.com. I uploaded the file to Libsyn, which is my host. Uh, I also work there, by the way. If you want a free month, use the coupon code SOPFREE. I uploaded it, got my direct link to the file. I copied and pasted it into WordPress. Now, this is an old website I have, and I'm still using the PowerPress plugin. The PowerPress plugin is not a bad plugin at all. If I was building this show today, I would use the Lipson uh, plugin, but that's just me. And uh, so that was it. That's how I did it. And so this is one of the things I always tell people that when you uh, are creating an episode, it's a four to one ratio. At least that is for me. So what was I doing there? I'd identified who I thought my target audience was in this case, which were people that were going to be alone on Christmas. My goal of it was to let them know that it's okay, that there are actually are people that are alone on Christmas and some of them feel bad. And by feeling bad, you actually aren't weird. You're normal. You might feel bad because of all the pressure from the media and all the pressure from your in-laws. And that was it. And so it, I had to figure out, this is where I say, people go, well, don't you have to just turn on the microphone? And I go, well, yeah, but you have to know what you're going to say. And so I figured out what I wanted to say, and I took a little bit of time to figure out how can I say it in an entertaining fashion. And that's where I came up with the stuff about the jewelry thing, the fact that all women, if you go over to logicalloss.com, I will uh, put a link in the show notes if you want to actually hear it. It's it's an interesting episode to say the least. But that's, that's how I made that episode. And that's why, in my opinion, it took a little bit of time. But again, I... I could have done some of that without researching other articles, but I'm always open for good suggestions. And I actually found some good tips. I also found some really dumb tips. A lot of magazines say, A, eat another cookie, and B, 
have some more eggnog and get drunk. And I'm like, those are not, I, I disagreed with those articles uh, because it's a weight loss show. So have another cookie, not really the advice I'm going to be giving out on that. But that's the behind the scenes of a podcast episode. All right, just in time for Christmas, it's time for the podcast shootout. We did one of these last week. Those are all the microphones under $100. And I like to do these quick because for me, I, I it's not about the tech. And I kind of feel almost like a hypocrite doing microphone shootouts because it's not about the tech. But today we have microphone number one, microphone number two, and microphone number three. And it sounds a little something like this. This is microphone number one. Podcastingresources.com has music, artwork, tools, and websites to help your podcast. This is microphone number one. This is microphone number two. Podcastingresources.com has music, artwork, tools, and websites to help your podcast. This is microphone number two. This is microphone number three. Podcastingresources.com has music, artwork, tools, and websites to help your podcast. This is microphone number three. This is microphone number three. Podcastingresources.com has music, artwork, tools, and websites to help your podcast. This is microphone number three. So which one did you like? Now, if you wonder why episode, episode, if why microphone number three was twice, I'll explain that in just a second. Microphone number one, the Audio-Technica BP40. Now this goes for 350 bucks. If you get the shock mount, and by the way, they get kudos for the coolest shock mount. It's really designed just for their microphone. You couldn't use it on something else. Makes it super easy to snap in and out of microphones. Really cool. So by the time you get the microphone, 349, and the shock mount, there you go. And I would recommend getting either the Rode PSA uh, boom arm or the Heil uh, PR2. The, uh, the Rode arm is $99. So by the time you get all that stuff, uh, you're looking at $547. It's not cheap. Microphone number two is the Heil PR40. Yes, everybody loves the Heil PR40. And between you and me, sitting in a room with my headphones on, I heard almost no difference between those two. Now, there is a uh, a deal at uh, Amazon where you can get the PR40. There's a bundle with a shock mount and a, a boom arm, and that is $479. When you throw in a $15 pop filter, you're done. You're looking at $495. But between those two... I was kind of like, really? Then what is microphone number three and why did we record it twice? That is the ElectroVoice RE320. And the 320 has a bass roll-off switch. So the first one was the microphone just recording everything. And then when I flipped the switch, uh, that was the, you know, this is microphone number three, part two. This microphone goes for $294. The uh, shock mod is $99. And uh, here again, you're going to need a pop filter, about 15 bucks, or you can buy a windscreen. And again, this microphone, along with the BP40, pretty he- they're, they're a little over a pound each. Uh, and so you need a, a fairly steady arm. So the, the cheapest arm I would recommend, if you want a good one, is the Rode uh, PSA1. Those are about uh, 99 bucks. So you're looking at, again, about $500. So the Heil 495, the... ElectroVoice RE320, by the way, that's the microphone I'm using right now, and the Audio-Technica BP40 547. So uh, that's the story behind those. And 
here again, there is no bad choice. But for me, aside from the base switch on the RE320, not a whole lot of difference. The RE320 definitely had a different vibe than the other two. But if you're going to be using a mixer with any of these, you can make them all sound the same. And that'll be next week's show. I'm going to take the RE320, which is the winner, I'm going to call it. And again, this is all opinion, by the way. It's all opinion. And I'm going to put it up against the ATR2100 through a mixer. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to guess. I don't know. But I'm going to say I can pretty much make them sound almost identical. And that's the point. It's not the tech. So it's the content. But there you go, yet another microphone shootout. You can find this again out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 541. I want to thank Matt Rafferty. He's the guy that came to the Northeast Ohio Podcasters Meetup. He's also a podcaster. You can find him at theauthorinsideyou.com. So if you're a author, you might want to check that out. And he's the guy that got me on TV. I was interviewed this week on Golden Opportunities, and it will air in December. I'll let you know. Uh, for those of you in uh, Cleveland, it's going to be on Channel 3, 1130 Eastern Time. That's on a Sunday. I believe it's December 11th. And uh, it's also going to be on YouTube. So once it hits the uh, once it hits the tubes, I'll definitely put it on a website. The goal of this was to explain podcasting to people over 55. And this was the process. I had a call with the showrunner. And we talked for like 10 minutes and she asked me basically the same questions that I got asked on the show. And then she picked the best of my answers because she knows their audience. And so they basically sent me a script saying, here's the questions you're going to get. And here's the answers. Here's the part of the answers that we liked. They said, you don't have to memorize these, but I more or less did. And it would be about four minutes. So I practiced the segment uh, the night before I practiced the morning of and on the way driving up to Cleveland, I kept repeating the answers over and over and over. And I, I wasn't blowing it, but it wasn't smooth. And I just kept doing it over and over and over. And I kind of had it, but I, I don't know why, but it just wasn't super sunk in. And I even came up with like the word listen. Listen would then trigger me to say you can listen on a computer, on an iPad, on a phone. And listen was part of my first answer. So I kind of tied these words together to trigger phase two, blah, 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 blah. And I just, um, I had a feeling that I I might, can you put up air quotes for me? Unless you're driving. Uh, I, I thought I might mess up just a little bit. And in the end, ever so slightly, there was a little flub. Because I was supposed to say, they asked me, well, what kind of topics can you find in podcasting? And the answer I was supposed to say is, well, it's a little bit like a newspaper. There's a sports section. There's a, a, you know, comics. There's whatever and whatever and whatever. And instead of saying it's like a newspaper, I went, it's kind of like a TV show. And the only thing I can think of why my brain said that is because I was on a TV show. And I went, it's kind of like a TV show. And I said, actually, it would be better to describe it as a newspaper. I completely just recovered. And I think the reason that was that did not throw me was because I do live podcasting, because I do any kind of podcasting. I mean, I play my bloopers at the end of the show. And you guys know, no one will punch you in the face. If you mess up, the only way you can sound stupid is if you release it. And so I recovered 
kept going. And and from that point forward, I was kind of like in my head, you know, I have that little voice in your head as you're going along. My voice in my head said, okay, you've done it. You've made your mistake. We can cross it off the list. Just keep going. And I was fine for the rest of it. And it's one of those things that when you watch the video, it's it, it, if I had not just told you what I did, you wouldn't even notice it. But in my head, I was kind of like going, ah! you know, freaking out. But I knew I was going to somehow flub a word because everything out of my mouth is not absolutely golden. But because I do podcasting, I just backed up a second, went back at it and was fine. So if you're a public speaker, if you're a writer and you want to organize your thoughts, podcasting can be really, really handy for that. And for me, I don't recommend that people do a live show because in the end, you're only going to get somewhere between five to 10% of your audience is actually going to show up live. It's really cool. Don't get me wrong. But when you first start out, and I hate to say this, you don't have an audience. And so you're doing a lot of extra tech work for nothing. But I do a live show, Ask the Podcast Coach, every Saturday at 1030, askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. That, I think, along with being a musician, because there are a lot of times on, on stage as a musician, you make a mistake and nobody knows it unless you make a face and yell at somebody on stage. So, But for me, I'm going to credit podcasting for keeping me cool. I was a little nervous, uh, but... I made it through it and I'll let you know when it goes live. In an effort to dispel jargon, I've been doing these little segments on the podcast glossary and we are to the F's. And so the first one is a feed. What the heck is feed? Everybody's talking about the RSS feed. Well, a feed is a file that contains all the details of a podcast. The feed is often generated by your media host or a plugin, and it's read by apps that then use details that are in that feed to show the details on a screen, such as a computer, a phone, or a tablet. Now, we could go super deep into that and XML and blah, blah, but in the end, that's what it is. And I always, if you know what a player piano is, these are those scrolls that you would put in the old time pianos and they would play themselves. Those scrolls are just gobbledygook. But when you put it into the player piano, music comes out. Well, a feed is just a bunch of code. But when you put that feed into an app, then that app reads the code and all of a sudden there's things I can read and, and audio and video I can download. My least favorite F, this is like the new definition for the F word, feed burner. Ugh, talk about make you throw up in your mouth. That one makes me throw up in my mouth a lot. This is a tool from Google that it takes an RSS feed and you can add additional items to it. You can also get, can we put up air quotes here? Stats, not very accurate ones, um, of how many people are subscribed. It's FeedBurner is deemed by many experts to be out of date and a prime cause for many trouble tickets for podcasting host or for podcast hosting providers. Um, it often just stops updating and it's been shown to scramble um, show description and episode descriptions. This is the new one. And I actually had someone, and I need to, to this isn't official yet, but I, I think I've proven this. I just need to kind of clarify some things. Even if you put in a, there, there's a code you can put into your feed that says, hey, quit looking at FeedBurner iTunes, look directly at me. And I've had this happen twice now where iTunes, the desktop version, will update 
and all the weird shenanigans with your titles go away. But the podcasts app in on your phone and on your tablet does not. That's just crazy talk. But I have two people that have done that. And I think the only way we're going to be able to fix this is to actually delete their feed burner feed and redirect it. So in a nutshell, don't for the love of God use feed burner. It was recommended back in 2006. Most podcast consultants, meaning everyone but Cliff Ravenscraft, basically at this point, and Pat Flynn, God love him. I think Pat actually backed away from FeedBurner. Uh, tell their customers to steer clear of this now outdated tool. And if you are using FeedBurner and want to leave, and if you're using Lipson, we actually have a tutorial that shows you how to do that. It's not that hard, and uh, it'll eliminate a lot of headaches. So that's an F. Another F is Fethead. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, and this actually works in very nicely with this episode because we're talking about the high LPR 40. The high LPR 40 kind of needs a kick in the pants. Now, in the um, the microphone shootout, I didn't find that it really needed that much of a kick in the pants compared to the BP40 and the RE320. They all kind of had the same level. But uh, a FET head, and again, this is super simple explanations. It's basically a microphone amplifier that delivers 22 decibels of clean gain to your microphone. And if you're like, what does that mean? It makes it louder without adding a bunch of hiss. So if you're using a microphone like the High LPR 40 or the Shure SM7B, and it makes them louder without adding hiss, um, they go for anywhere from like $90 to $150. They're not super cheap. But that's if you hear somebody talks about, oh, just get a FET head. That's what a FET head is. Uh, FTP if you want to get your geek on, stands for File Transfer Protocol. And in a nutshell, there are two ways to upload a file to the internets. One is HTTP, which stands for Hypertext Transfer Protocol. So the next time you're playing Trivial Pursuit, just write that one down. And uh, the other one again is, so you have File Transfer Protocol, FTP, and Hypertext Transfer Protocol. Of the two, FTP is faster, but it requires a separate program to upload the files. So most people just log in and they click on a button and upload it. That's using HTTP. If you log into something like Core FTP or FileZilla, that's an FTP program. And I, in my opinion, the speed you pick up by uploading via FTP is lost when you have to go start the new program, put in your login name and password, hit go. Now, if I was uploading a bunch of files, then I might use FTP. But if I'm just doing a single one, nah, just, just go with the traditional login and upload kind of thing. So those are the Fs for our glossary. Eventually, I will have this out as a whole document as we go through. But hopefully, that's helping you eliminate some of the podcast jargon. And that is going to do it for this episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in here in the States. This next Thursday is this little thing we call Thanksgiving, where lots of uh, overweight Americans sit down and eat a whole lot more food than they shouldn't. And um, we are thankful for everything that we get. Hopefully that's what you're doing besides uh, going out and shopping uh, for things that we probably don't need. But uh, I, I just want to take a second to say I really am thankful for you for listening to this show and for sending in feedback. I actually let me log into uh, my podcast reviews. Dave's calling an audible as we speak because I did get a review and I want to say thank you to uh, that person. It's interesting because I talked about how I take time 
to make things, I try to make things entertaining. And so I got this review from Red Lens CFC that said, whether or not I ever have a podcast, I will probably always listen to Dave's show. Sure, he talks about podcasting, how to podcast and other podcast stuff, but the show is usually entertaining on its own. It's worth a listen, even if you never plan your show, but enjoy the medium of podcasting. So Redland CFC, thank you for that. I deeply appreciate it and uh, look forward to helping you guys start a podcast. Again, the coupon code is listener, L-A-S-T-E-N-E-R. Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start and you can sign up for a single course or if you want to sign up for a whole bundle, you can do that. And that coupon works on everything And uh, who knows, come Black Friday, that coupon might include another 5-10% more uh, of a discount when you sign up. So I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Until then, take care. Class is dismissed. God bless, and I hope to see you on the inside.